We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. There are going to be very good cash plays that aren't played because of right. construction. Well, I think this is the type of slate where a, a, a relatively cashy-looking lineup could win a GPP. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I'm Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Thursday, June 11th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Bundesliga slate. Jordan, there's a very famous phrase that you uh, coined that described when we went from like one soccer slate a week to like three. And now, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And now I think we have truly reached the appropriate use of that t- phrase. Soccer out the ass. That's right. We're going to have a ton of it. And right, especially if uh, if Champions League and Europa League come back and, and they play Ooh, in August. Boy. Yep. There, if I did the math correctly, I believe there are uh, three hundred and forty eight games every day for the next ten years. Right, and they're and they're never none of them start at the same time. Not exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're in five minute intervals, but we don't get lineups until kickoff. Right, and if you want any decent type of uh, payout, you got to play. Uh, you got to play a showdown. That's right. Of. Um, with 15,000 entries. Right. 
for uh, the Iraqi for, for a Man Premier City League. Arsenal game for a Man City game where who knows what the starting lineup's going to be until an hour before. Right. And, uh, and the lineup lock is before lineups come out. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I don't even know how you cover that. It's the first game back, and who knows who's who's fit. Everyone's fit. Yeah, supposedly. Somebody, I've been working on some rest-of-season Premier League projections because there are a bunch of our season-long uh, players who were looking, in, looking for them, and... Somebody thought I was a little aggressive on Kevin De Bruyne because they were saying, is this fit Kevin De Bruyne or what did they call him? Pasty, fat Kevin De Bruyne, basically. And my response was that I thought that pasty, fat Kevin De Bruyne was better than every player in the Premier League except fit Kevin De Bruyne. That's how I'm going into the restart. Okay. Well, I mean, if he starts, you play him. Exactly. Seems very simple. Uh, I haven't even looked at the prices, if they even have prices yet for the showdown next week, but I assume he's like 19,000. I just, I just wish that he, that these leagues didn't come back until Bundesliga was over because they're going to ruin like the last two game weeks where like we actually have slates with like everyone playing. Yeah, it's um, Bundesliga. The the addition of Bundesliga only proved that um, it's it's better than everything else. Like I think from a fantasy perspective, the Bundesliga has just given us exactly what we thought the Premier League was. And now going back and looking at all the numbers for the Premier League, I'm like, oh, this actually isn't fun at all. I just happen to know the guys better. But it's not fun. And now we're going to have staggered start Premier League for the rest of the season, except for some sporadic Wednesdays. Which hopefully is a good time for people to play DFS so we can keep the contests up. But the biggest Bundesliga contest for regular people this week is 40,000. Um, but they have that 555 entry that there have been a bunch of satellites for. So hopefully there's some people listening who are in that. Are you in that? Not yet. I may. I may play one entry. Mm. I typically don't play. I typically don't play them. I don't play satellites and I don't play 555. So there was pretty much no way for me to be in that one. But there are 13 right, Well, you don't play the that. volume that it's worth paying. Up the, I mean, that's higher than what you normally play. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's the problem with I mean, like I tend to I tend to be like cash or large field GPP like that. Those those in every, in any sport like I don't play typically those three figure, you know, small field. Yeah. High stakes type of type of stuff. I'd rather I'd rather play 40 lineups. It's just it's just to me. Uh, it's a matter of where the dead money is. I was just about to say it. the the higher you go up at least in soccer. I mean, it's probably true in other sports, but it feels much more concentrated in soccer because the player pool is so much smaller, meaning the DFS player pool. But you're playing against the best DFS soccer people when you get to that level, generally. Um, right. They're, they're, typically, there aren't many dead entries. I right. mean, I, I know in the large field with the top-heavy payout structures that the variance is high. I mean... You're gonna you have to play a while to realize your ROI, but the I think the, the I in in my five years of playing DFS, like I I have I have a higher ROI in large field GPPs. It's just that you know it all comes through you know you play consistently and you bink once in a while and mm-hmm. there you go. But yeah, you take a look, you download some CSVs. And this is in all sports, and you see so many you see you see two percent of lineups that have a guy that's injured. I mean, okay that. You knock off the rake there. You see, the, you know, a lineup that has non-correlative things in a certain sport, and you go, okay, 
that has no shot at winning first. Mm-hmm. And you go through all of these, and you see so many, you know, casual, you know, people with one, two entries. It's just that there's more dead money than like a 200 man, $500 tournament that with like a six max. It's like all the good players are typically, you, you don't, yeah, you may see a couple and go, okay, that was kind of a dead entry. But in the in the large field stuff, I mean, like in the showdown, NFL showdown. Oh yeah. You see people people that have uh, lineups that are duplicated seven hundred times, and you mm-hmm. go, well, the edge is in those. It's just people. You need a long sample size of playing well in order to realize that ROI. So I choose to do that and then play cash. Right. So that like stabilizes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, so let's jump into this Saturday slate. Uh, we've got five games. Uh, including Dortmund, no Bayern, no Leipzig. Uh, so I'll be honest, I feel like Dortmund is the easiest bigger club to have on a slate when they're the only ones, at least for cash, which we've talked about before that they're just not, like, not the friendliest cash team. But do you think this match against Dusseldorf will have people playing, jamming Dortmund in cash? I, I think there may be one or two popular choices, not maybe not in cash, but in, in general, mm-hmm. I think Dortmund will still get GPP ownership. Yep. Uh, I think maybe there may be one. Or, it depends on how lineups shake out elsewhere. But I, I even then the, the, the relative pricing, we'll, we'll talk about some players that I think are, are not priced correctly. Okay. Uh, in comparison. Yep. But, like we have Dortmund as a uh, as a what minus two sixty eight road favorite mm-hmm. to Dusseldorf, that's the highest total on the slate, about three and a quarter. Then we got, then we start getting more pickems. Uh, Wolfsburg is minus one thirty nine currently at home to Freiburg, two three quarters total. Then we then we got real pickem. Then we got uh, plus one ten Cologne at home, two three quarter total. Hertha Berlin plus 116 at home to Frankfurt. That's a round of three total. And then Werder Bremen a road plus 117 favorite to Paderborn with a two and three quarter total. Uh, I think that I think some people I, I, I don't think it's me are if he starts up top, I may play Holland in cash. I, I could see people depend depending on how you you build your lineup taking Sancho or Haaland. Truthfully, Uth has a higher floor than both of them, mm-hmm. but Uth is was horrible last game. He was right, and Koner are favored over over FC Union. But I mean, just look just looking at the top over here, it's just like this. This floor wise. I don't see much of a difference between the guys that are 10K plus and the guys that are in like the 7K range. I think that's fair. From a floor perspective. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the, the Dortmund guys have higher have ceilings. Sancho could show up with two assists and a goal. Holland could have a hat trick. I mean, yeah, that could happen. They have to for those prices. Well, sure. But I mean, it really comes down to opportunity cost in the rest of your lineup. Yep. Because... Out of all these players in the 10K range, 9K, if you want to include Hazard, if you want to include Cordoba and Cunha, if he plays, like I'll roster Philip Costage at 9K over any of these guys. He's 
like absurdly underpriced. I'd ro- I, on, I'd roster Costage at Sancho's price. Yeah, I, well, it's funny at, you say that. I, right, like if you gave me the choice between Sancho at twelve five or Costage at twelve five, uh, regardless of uh, positional eligibility, I'll, I'll still take Costage. When I opened up the the prices and it like defaults to forward, and I saw Sancho at twelve five, and I'm like, oh man, Costage is going to be thirteen two, and I'm like, that's insane. And then I look over. I flip over to the midfield and he's not the top name. And I'm like, Oh, he must be one behind Sancho. And I'm like, or you must already have him in your lineup. And he's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, Oh no, he's not second. That's uh, Marco Royce. Okay. And I'm like, oh. and then I just keep going down and I'm like, I'm sorry. He's behind hazard. And then he's I'm just behind Florian Kane. Yeah. Um, so really, I, I, it's an algorithm thing. It's because Dortmund are the biggest favorite on the slate. I, like by more than yeah. anyone else and uh and Frankfurt are on the road and a slight dog that I'm assuming that's why like if we didn't have Dortmund on the slate I think Kostic would be 125 uh it that's the only reason I mean the he's had let's see that was a showdown so his he's had three classic slates uh and his prices were 10,000 106 and 10,000 and he has yet to score less than 15 points. And he um, hasn't scored a goal. And or he hasn't, an, uh, he has he an assist. assist. Okay. Oh, he, he had two assists. Goal. Right. Um, one in two different games. Um, so 9,000, I mean, it's not like they're like big underdogs either. Like I would expect him to be 9,000 against Dortmund. Right. You would expect him to be 9,000 against Bayern Munich. Right. And he's 9,000 against Hertha Berlin who have allowed the most crosses in the in the Bundesliga this season. So if you're going to play Sancho, you're going to look at it as, do I want to play Sancho and Kostic? Because I just don't... I don't see how you make the, the decision to play Sancho unless you're ex- fully expecting him to have an, a goal and an assist. Right. At which or point he doing- might tie Kostic. But you, you, I mean, the only way that you're doing that is some type of leveraged large real GPP play by fading Kostic. Right, right. I mean, like it's that type of. Right. To me, to me, Kostic is the best play on the entire slate. I really thought this was going to be a slate where we were like, I, it might be too much for Kostic, and instead he's like four thousand cheaper than I thought he might be. Right. Right. It, I mean, it, with my the lineup constructions that I'm looking at for GPP, it's quite possible Kostic is in every lineup. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, like, do I play Costage or do I try to find a goal from somewhere else? And right. like, Costage scores a goal before he scores a goal. Mm-hmm. So like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Right. Right. Why don't I just take the 12 to 16 points and then just find cheap goals else? I mean, like, why do I have to do anything? I right. just, like, if, if I'm going to play anyone else, I'm just going to play him with Costage. Right. If there's one thing that is obvious is that it's much like finding cheap goals is much easier than finding cheap 12 floor points <laughs> right right i'm gonna yeah if you're gonna fa- i'm gonna fade Kostic and play like thorgan hazard instead it's like well hazard needs to score two goals for you to make that difference up already likely yeah right if hazard scores one goal and has 15 points it's like well Kostic is just sitting there with 15 points doing nothing right yeah. well that's why i think up top i think for gpp i think Uth is i think Uth maybe the better GPP play than the Dortmund guys. 
just because people look at him as a floor player and he was awful last week. Yeah, and then if you go, oh, why am I playing Uth when I could play Holland for 500 more? Yeah. You have to imagine he's not on penalties anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. But still, Uth is the type of player that could get, I mean, he could could get 12, 13 points without a goal or an assist. Sure. I think people will be, in GPP, will be more likely to go and say, let me take a shot on a Dortmund guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially at the forward position. Yeah. But I think the 7K range is the cash range. Agreed. I think you're probably playing two of them. I think, no, 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 actually, no. I think you're, I think you're playing, I think you're probably, the, the cash build is going to be either two guys in the 7K range or one guy from the 7K range and one guy from the 5K range. I was just about to say that, yep. Okay, so there you go. Yep. It's it, it's it's an it's almost a dinky do slate. Uh huh. But it's not. Yes. I think that the options in the in the seven k range. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna include guy that's slightly underneath because we don't know if he's gonna be in or not. Okay. Uh, I think uh, cash wise, floor wise, is gonna be Grifo, Bercalo, and Proger. Yep. And then the G, the GPP one would be with Veghorst. Yeah. You don't include uh, Rashika? I mean, it depends. I guess you have to include Rashika if he's in with no bidden court. Right. Yeah, no, if he's in he's, with no bidden court. If, he's in, if they're both in together, then uh, he's still he's still better than, you know, Sebastian Anderson. But, I mean, from a floor perspective, but, like, I don't prioritize it. Like, to me, if, if bidden court is not in, I'll play Rashishka over Grifo. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I'll play Rashishka over Grifo and Bercalo and Proger. Yep. But if Rashishka, if uh, Bincourt is in also, then I kind of view them kind of all similarly. Mm-hmm. Because Grifo will split with Gunter. Mm-hmm. Bercalo will split with Arnold. Proger will split with uh, CAA. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if, if the guy that they split with is out, then I like them more than sure. the other yeah. Right, so I don't think Arnold's going to be out. So Bercalo's probably not going to be in that situation. I don't expect Gunter to be out. So Grifo is not going to be in that situation. The only one that may be in that situation would be Proger if CAA is out, or vice versa. Yeah, that's why I put him in. Like the guy in the five K range is is Antwi Ajayi. Yeah, if that's how you pronounce his name, CAA, fifty seven hundred. I think CAA is playable as a midfielder at fifty seven hundred. So why wouldn't you fill a forward spot? Yeah, no, I agree. I, unfortunately, not, if, Pro, if Proger's not in, it makes him a great play. But even if he's in, we saw last game that he still took more set pieces. Yeah, I um. So my I I went in assuming like everyone's playing. So like Rashishka and Bittencourt, Grifo and like. So what happens if all of these guys are in the situation of splitting? And I went through the rest of the lineup and it was like, I look back and I was like, Oh, actually I have Proger and CAA. And I'm like, I don't think that's optimal, but I don't think it's terrible either. No, from a floor perspective, it's not. Yeah. I think you're sacrificing upside. Mm-hmm. I'm playing as two you, guys from as, the worst team in the Bundesliga. Right. As you saw me uh, last week and Mike, I, I've, I've been playing uh, in cash. I've been playing a very uh, Luis Pacheco cash style. Oh, look at you. Right. Well, I mean, last week I had uh, Thomas Mueller in my Oh, I phone. saw that. I saw that. Like, wow. It was a good play. No, just last week that it was such a high-scoring slate that I'm like, like I just if I'm going to play a forward, it's got to be a forward that could score a goal. Mm. 
Like it's just got it's it's just got to be. So yeah, and I, I, I could have paid up for Nkunku or whatever, and he he ended up coming off with five points, mm-hmm. but just it, it didn't fit. I just I Mueller fit. There you go. It could have mm-hmm. been Coleman, but Coleman scored anyway. Yeah, he so scored anyway. But I think that's it. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I literally think that's the cash pool. Yeah, like I, it's not a slate where you're playing Eric Tommy, or it's not a slate where you're, you're punting with Val and Barisha again against Dortmund. Right, forty hundred. Right. They have the uh, the Freiburg guys are cheap. Shalai yeah, I, and... I, think, I think the only the only way that you're playing two cheap guys, if you're playing like CAA and like uh, who knows Lucas Holaire, you know something like that, mm-hmm. something down here Salai. Those type of guys is if you're paying up twice at midfield, if you're playing like uh, uh, Kostic and Arnold, right, or something like that. But I don't, I just, I just don't think that's. I think you're you're losing way too much to do right. that. I think that I think two midfields, I think two midfield spots in my cash lineup are are are, are in. Like uh, I'm, I'm talking about like the only other person would be a utility. I think in cash you're most likely playing a three defender lineup. Um. Yeah, probably. Right or something. I mean, you could still play a, a low price midfielder, but I mean, it could be a defender also. Right. But I mean, any of the other guys here, you stack and you do whatever you want, GPP wise. So I think, like, if you're play, playing Veghorst, I mean, I think that's fine. And if you want to pair Trimble and Anderson or something, sure, do that. Or, or in Gvarkson or any of those guys, you want to pair Kostic and Silva. Go for it. I mean, Ibisevic is down to fifty seven hundred. You want to pair him with uh, with whoever, Dorita, Plattenhardt, if he plays or whoever. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Like you're always going to get the Werder Bremen uh, forward, center forward is always going to be cheap, right? It's going to be Sargent at fifty one hundred or Selkie or Sako or something like that. Yep. But those are all GPs. Like find a cheap goal, see what happens. I still think Uth. I I think Uth is. I think Uth is is. I think Uth could be a better GPP play, ownership wise, compared to Sancho and Holland. Do you think he is higher owned than Holland and Sancho in cash? I don't think he's. I don't think any. I don't think they're. I think Holland is more like. I think Holland would be higher owned than Uth. Okay. It's the highest goal. I mean, he's minus two ten to score. So mm-hmm. I mean. Assuming he starts. Oh, yeah. And if he doesn't start, then Hazard, then I see people going, okay, who's the highest? They play Hazard. Right. Or something like that. Which I don't think is, I don't think it's horrible. I just don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you, if you're like, I want to play that type of guy, a goal score, Holland up top or something, and you still want to play Kostich, well, you're probably sacrificing Trimble. Yes. Right, you're probably sacrificing a $7,900 midfielder who's not a defender. 76. 70, 76. 76. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got 300 bucks just saved you. Yeah, there you go. Just, it just showed up. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you get in GPP, you get a lot more different in midfield. Sure. I think they, I mean, it, the cheap end, the, the, the low to cheap end of midfield, I mean, everyone's going to be not nothing owned. Like I'm not gonna play Kynes at 9700 though. Yeah. Like I, I don't see myself playing a Costage. If I'm gonna play Kynes at 9700, I'll just play Arnold. Just play Arnold. Yep. Right. Or I'll take a shot on a uh, uh, Kimi or Guerrero. I'll take you know 8100, 7200 for the Dortmund uh, 
wing backs. Okay, that, that that's fine. Or do you? Ta- I think the lone man out here is based on lineup construction. Is is if Plattenhart doesn't yeah. play, yep. it, that Dorita at seventy one hundred just like the only way that you could fit in Dorita, Trimmel, and and Costage is if you punt one def- defender spot, mm-hmm. or you dinky two def- forwards. But I don't think that's optimal. Yeah, they're <clears throat> they're going to be very good cash plays that aren't played because of right. construction. Well, I think this is the type of slate where a, a, a relatively cashy looking lineup could win a GPP. Mm-hmm. You know why it won't? Because Dortmund scores eight. And that doesn't matter. You, you get the one guy that scores the eight goals. Oh, okay. The unassisted eight goals. Oh, I was going to say, I think this is a very clear non-Dortmund cash lineup that loses to the Dortmund GPP lineups. Not necessarily, but I'm I'm not saying that you have to play your cash. I'm not talking about playing a cash lineup. I'm talking about playing a cash e lineup. Gotcha. Meaning that you're playing like like a, a high floor lineup with Thorgan Hazard, right? And that's and that's what wins. Okay. Or you play or, or you're you're jamming in. You're playing like Julian Brandt in a midfield spot, Ugh. or something. You know something like that. And then Uth up top, and Uth scores too. You know, like that type of lineup. Okay. But the rest of the lineup. I don't see I don't see going, you know, way off the beaten path. Yeah. That's I fair. think in mid I think in midfield, I mean, did I don't see how you I, I just don't see how you don't play compared to everyone else in this range, how you don't play Kostich at nine thousand. Mm-hmm. I think the next best option is Trimmel. Seventy six hundred because he has a set piece monopoly. Do you think on a per Point like, do you think Trimmel actually outscores Arnold? I think I think uh, I think it's close. Close enough where you just play Trimmel, right? Okay, for for eleven hundred dollars savings. Mm-hmm. Well, only only because you're probably paying up and you're probably doing you're not you're not paying down twice at defense probably. Agreed. So that's that you don't have you need that salary. I think Arnold has has higher upside. I think Arnold has a higher ceiling. Sure. But like, I'm more likely to take a shot like in this range and in like in a lineup if uh, Kynes doesn't start or whatever and play like a Drexler at seven eight hundred. I mean, it's a GPP. It's an ownership play. It's a you, you get on the score sheet type of play. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem is, is that you're looking at all these guys going, well, yeah, Drexler could score a goal, have 14 points, and Trimble has 18 crosses and is just sitting there with 14 points also. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what did I gain? Yeah. I think if Bittencourt, what happens, how about this, if Rajishka doesn't play and Bittencourt starts? It depends if Augustinson starts. Okay, they, yeah, you're right. Then would you rather play Bittencourt or Trimble? I still rather play Trimble. Yeah, Bittencourt's not going to play ninety minutes. But I, I, I likely in my builds for GPP have a bunch of these guys: Kostic, Arnold, Hakimi, Trimble, Bittencourt if he's in, Dorita, Guerrero. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll rotate that around. But because typically in GPPs, like my, I try to get cheap goals at forward. More often than not, I may play high price forwards also, but I may have one forward spot with like a 5K forward, you know, with an Ibisevich or, you know, like someone down there. Mm-hmm. 
and then I have the I, I'm able to pay up and then I play a cheap defender instead of two more expensive defenders. And then I I could just jam three of these guys in. In this range. Yep. But after this top range, it really drops off. I mean, to dr- it drops off to like nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you, you don't need to play anybody here anyway. Right, you don't. Like, it's not like these guys are overpriced. It's like you probably weren't looking here anyway. Right. Are you going to play Jacobs at 6,000? Probably not. No. Kamada at 53, I don't think people are going to play. I mean, that's GPP. You could, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's reasonable for GPP. Sure. Or like Luca Bacchio, like those types of guys, guys, you know, that, that like flare guys that could score a goal. You can't play Sebastian Road. Nope. You know, you can play though. Oh. Gasanovich. If he starts, he's been starting. Okay. And now Road is out. Yeah, but they'll they'll they need to get it deeper. Like just Gasanovich doesn't play as a deep yeah, midfielder. That's true. that's true. I mean, they'll have core and they'll play like a like a Jabril So or something, right? Or, well, or they play Dost and Silva together, and Core's right. the only one back there. That's right. Which would also make me be perfectly fine with thirty three hundred dollar Gasanovich. Right. I think Gasinovich is much better than any um, defender remotely close to him. Oh, no, I agree with that. So. But in the mid-range, like, if you want, if you you could take a shot on Claussen, you could take a shot on, on even Torre's a midfielder if he lines up on mm-hmm. the other side for Frankfurt. I think he's fine. Or a Schmid if he starts wide. Yeah, Torre, midfielder, Chandler, defender. Okay. Right. Which really should be the other way around, right. if anything. Right. Good try. Good try. If you're going to do that, either make them both midfield or you make Tory the defender and Chandler the midfielder. Yeah. But yeah. But there's really no one here. I mean, Eunice Molly, if he starts again at 3,600 for Union. That was a free square last week. Well, I think it was a two game slate. It was a two game slate. That's true. Yeah. De Guzman, I don't think would be bad if he starts for Eintracht at 3,900 because he took some set pieces. I just don't think he starts. I don't. I just think they play another deep midfielder. Or they mm-hmm. play Dost and Silva together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, yeah, if he's in, sure. But then it's just guys. Yeah, then it's just guys, and a lot of defensive midfielders are guys that don't start. Mm-hmm. Do you start looking into the? See the. I was gonna say, do you start looking at like the Emery Chans and Delaney's, but like even there, just defender eligible. Who is? Jan is defender eligible. Oh, lovely. Right. One game he plays as a defender. Now he's defender eligible. At 5,000. Jeez. Right. Exactly. If you're stacking a GPP, sure. I'm not going to play Delaney as a one-off. I mean, how, how often does he get there? Yeah. I'll pass on that range. What about Gunter? Who should absolutely be a midfielder, but whatever. Right. I think I think you're I think you're playing him. I think so too. Playing Gunter and you're playing Platinard if he starts. And if he doesn't? Then you don't play him. 
<laughs> not, not quite what I meant, but okay. I th- I think I think I think the most likely you're gonna p- play like Augustinson mm-hmm. if he starts, obviously, or Friedel if he starts for August. I mean, whoever's in that spot, or even play like a Pekarik at forty two hundred. I mean, I'm primarily targeting like the favorite team. I mean, I I think I don't even think. Uh, if you need down in the range and play Gabriel Selassie at 3,900. Or even Muhammad Drodger if he plays starts at 3,700. Or Kubler if he starts at 3,600. Like, yeah, at that point, you just deal whoever whoever's in that, that range. Yeah. You're playing the – you're essentially playing the, oh, he's the cheapest fullback. Yep. But I think, still think you're playing at least someone the top end of – defender and that's why there are some builds where you could probably play three like if Plattenhardt starts I mean you could play Gunter Plattenhardt and then some other you then punt with whoever the cheapest fullback is mm-hmm. do something like that I think Mbabu is going to be less owned than he should be on this slate probably for his ceiling I think people are going to, especially if Plattenhart starts. If people will be attracted to those guys with set piece responsibility rather than Mbabu, who has none. Right. But still has attack. Still gets there every time. Yeah, that makes sense. But then everyone else in like the 4K range, you might as well. I'll play Timmy Chandler if he starts. Sure, he's defender eligible. Mm hmm. That's what I said. I'm looking at like uh, the, even the even the cone fullbacks as a buoy or Catterback or Benno Schmitz or they're 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 there. Jamie Lucotton Collins for for Paderborn. I mean, they're just they're, they're fullbacks. I assume we'll get a cheap one, but not a cheap cheap one. Who will There's then not... be moved to center back once lock happens? Well, that's why you got to check the four. You got to, you got to check the formations, and then also know that Sofa's just like throwing stuff in, and that mm-hmm. may not work. Because a lot, you could tell immediately when you look and you go, "Why is there a center back in the, in the winger spot?" Right. In the why is Hallen playing center back? Right, I right, and you you know it, and you just start you start you start counting people, and you go, "Okay, they're probably playing in this formation," and then then Sofa fixes it after a while. But sometimes <laughs> they change it in the middle. They go, "Oh, they turned out they were playing four four two. Right, right. It's all, are, yeah, it's all opta. Or, right. Or or or, or you, you you realize that uh, 40% of the field rostered a 7K center back. Mm-hmm. I didn't play Oxipsa that slate. <laughs> he still had some sets, though. Towards the end. Yeah. I think people think that the formations that they see on wherever they look are some sort of like official formation. Like teams don't release formations. Right. Like these they also, even guesses. if they did release a formation, they, they, they don't necessarily play like that. Right. I mean, you could look and you go, like, okay, th- this guy's wide. It's like, yeah, but he's going to cut in and the, the fullback is going to provide all the width. Right. Right. You're going to look and you go, Danny Olmo, is, it says that he's playing wide. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Angelino is going to be bombing up. He's going to be cutting. I mean, it, it's not going to happen that way. You see, you see a, a, a vote, right? Oh, he's such a cheap, he's a cheap, oh, look how cheap he is. He's he's in the midfield. It's like, no, he's, he's essentially the third center back. 
he he's shown on the formation as as the central defensive midfielder, but he doesn't get forward. Right. And that's why sometimes we talk about those fullbacks that are like they're wide, but they don't get forward that much. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, they're, they're going to they may slide over and just basically play center back. Right. Goalkeeper? Goalkeeper. I think there's an obvious one. Yeah. No, I mean, the obvious one is Kastemeyer. Actually, or is that not the I actually one? don't think that's the uh, the obvious one. Why wouldn't it be the obvious one? You're at cash games. It's the cheapest goalkeeper, and you're not playing any Dortmund players. Because I How think... that not? Because I think there's legitimate Dortmund kills him fear. And for 300 more, you can just get Schwallow against Wolfsburg. Your track record on goalkeeper is not very good. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't listen to me either. I think I think if you I I think you're more likely to play Wolfsburg players. I think I think the the I think one, that's okay in cash. Yeah, I guess so. I think I'm more likely to play Gickowitz. Sure. Because what cone play if I'm not playing Uth, like what cone players am I playing? Yeah, sure. I just think I think Kastenmeyer, like Dortmund don't even produce a lot of saves. So it's not like he, it's like there's save upside there. How many points do I need for 3,800? More than zero. Oh, but possibly. Which he has gone under zero in his last two starts. You know who is going to be the highest scoring goalkeeper this week? Uh, Berkey. Nope, Castiles. Oh, Castiles, of course. People are going to be off of him. I can't play that guy. No, he. Uh, no, no. There was that showdown. He was the. I believe it was in second. Had him captained, and I was just like, I. I mean, I'm. I'm not playing him, but yeah, you're right. He could be it. What for the classic slates? Oof. Yeah, I don't. I. I wouldn't play Castenmeyer. I mean, if I only had 3,800, of course I would, but like, I'd, I'm not starting my lineup with Kastenmeier and saying like, all right, we're, let's build from here. Yeah, why, why since, since that's how you, that's how you do it. But that's how, but goalkeeper is so variant that why wouldn't you do it? Don't think in terms of the teams. You look at the teams, you like, you have no idea what's going on and you go, okay, who's the cheapest goalkeeper? Are they home? Yes, they're home. Are you playing anyone against them? No. So why they just, who cares who they're playing? I mean, like then. Like, just from a, a vacuum type of standpoint, you're like, oh, but, but Dortmund doesn't shoot enough, and they could score 17 goals. It's like, just from a, a macro perspective, that really should be the goalkeeper that you start with, at least. And you go, okay, I, I like my lineup. I have 500 left. So let me get up to Gickowitz. Well, that's the point. The point but you start with Kastenmeier. Oh, uh, no, no. I don't think you're not playing Dortmund because you don't think they're scoring. I think that's the difference. Yeah, but goalkeeper, you're you're playing goalkeeper not knowing what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> Does it matter? I'm not playing Kastemeyer because I'm like, these are the shut up. I'm just like goalkeepers, a luck box, lottery, whatever. It's just a spinning wheel of death. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay. And then I hope that all my other players make up for Kastenmeyer's two. Right. Or something, and then okay, or a ceiling game, right? Dorman I mean, can't score. It's one nothing, and uh, Kastenmeyer has 
700 points. Right. That would probably win you a GPP. 700 from a goalkeeper. No, well, it'll be owned by other people. Yeah, but you're the only one with the uh, Oot lineup. Right. My my Oot, Kastenmeier. Oot, Kynes, Kastenmeier. Right. Although, let's see, you got to have somebody from Dusseldorf, right? Because they, they're beating Dortmund. And you have Tommy. Right, oh, I'm your boy just, Hennings. Throw right. Hennings back in there. Right, Tommy, <laughs> Hennings, Stoger, just stack them all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Worked last week. Mm-hmm. Things I learned from last week. Stacking Dusseldorf works. Oof. Anything else? No, I think that's it. I think that was it. All right. Anybody has any follow-up, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, Jordan and I were talking just before we started this podcast about what our schedule is going to be like when soccer is officially coming out of our asses. And to be honest, we're not sure yet because we don't know what DraftKings is going to do with all the staggered start times and different potential interleague slates or showdowns all day and whatnot so once those hopefully come a little clearer we'll have a clearer idea of how often uh, this podcast will be out although usually it'll be uh, you know thursdays or fridays as long as we at least if we expect the weekend slates to be the the biggest so uh, jordan thank you for that and good luck this week thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.